48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. President Xi Jinping says one country, two systems is so effective that it doesn't need to be changed. New Chief Executive John Lee pledges to build a more caring and inclusive Hong Kong and the observatory issues the first number eight storm signal of the year. President Xi Jinping has said the one country, two systems principle has proven to be so effective that there is no need to change this system. Speaking after administering the oaths of office for the new chief executive, John Lee, and his governing team as the territory celebrated the 25th anniversary of its return to Chinese rule, the president also stressed that one country, two systems must be implemented fully and faithfully and that it must not be bent or distorted. He spoke through an interpreter. Today, I wish to highlight once more that the policy of one country, two systems, having been tested and proved time and again, meets the fundamental interests of the country and the Chinese nation and those of Hong Kong and Macau. It enjoys the full support of the more than 1.4 billion people of the motherland. It has the unanimous endorsement of Hong Kong and Macau residents, and it is widely recognized by the international community. There is no reason to change such a good system, and it must be adhered to over the long run. President Xi also directed Hong Kong's new government to enhance its work, speed up the SAR's development, take solid steps to address difficulties in the lives of people and uphold harmony and stability in the territory. He said the government needs to deliver concrete results to give the people what they want, such as a better life, a bigger apartment and better education. He also urged the community to work together for a brighter future and highlighted the need to engender a greater sense of national pride among young people. In particular, we should care about young people. When young people thrive, Hong Kong thrives. When young people grow, Hong Kong grows. When there is a future for young people, there is a future for Hong Kong. We should help the young gain a keen appreciation of the underlying trend in both our country and the world and heighten their sense of national pride and ownership. We should help young people overcome difficulties in education, employment, business startup and home buying and create more opportunities for them to grow and shine. In his first speech as chief executive, John Lee pledged to build a more caring and inclusive Hong Kong, full of vibrancy and development opportunities. He spoke through an interpreter. It is the greatest honor for me today to show that this historic commission given to me by the central authorities and the people of Hong Kong. I know well the great responsibility that comes with it. I will strive to comprehensively and accurately implement the principles of one country, two system, poor administering Hong Kong and high degree of autonomy to safeguard the constitutional order of the Hong Kong SAR as defined under the constitution and the basic law, to safeguard our country's sovereignty, national security and development interests and to ensure the long-term prosperity and stability of Hong Kong. President Xi left Hong Kong at around one o'clock. The chief executive said he was thankful the president had visited Hong Kong, saying his two-day trip showed how he cares about Hong Kong people. 
A vice president of Beijing's top think tank on Hong Kong says he believes President Xi Jinping's speech has set out more urgent and specific requirements for the future work of the new government compared to his address back in 2017. Lao Kai says the president particularly expects the administration to improve its governance style and quality. The Hong Kong Observatory has issued the first number eight storm signal of the year as severe tropical storm Chaba approaches the SAR. Chaba is expected to intensify and local winds will strengthen further. His senior scientific officer, Tong Yu Fai. According to the present forecast check, Chaba will be closest to Hong Kong tonight and tomorrow morning, skirting about 300 kilometers to the southwest of the territory. Number eight gale or storm signal will remain in force before 5 a.m. tomorrow. The forecast, strong to gale force east to southeasterly winds, occasionally storm force on high ground. Cloudy with occasional squally showers and thunderstorms. Those showers will be heavy at times. Currently the observatory, it's 28 degrees Celsius, humidity 84%. You're listening to RTHK, the time's exactly five minutes past 11. Health officials have reported 2,318 new COVID infections, of which 153 were imported. The Centre for Health Protection said the cluster of infections related to a hot pot restaurant in Guntong has now expanded to 11 patients, and the centre has a list of customers who visited last Friday. One more COVID patient has died. COVID-19 cases in Britain have risen more than 30% in a week. The Office for National Statistics said the increase was probably caused by milder but more contagious Omicron variants. More than 2 million people in the UK are estimated to have had the virus last week. The BBC's Dominic Hughes reports. The good news is that while many people may feel ill for a few days, so far there's been only a limited impact on hospital admissions. Nearly 9,000 hospital beds in England were occupied by patients who tested positive for the virus at the end of June, a number that had doubled over the course of the month. But around two-thirds of them were being treated for something other than COVID, and the numbers remain well below the record high of more than 34,000 COVID patients seen in January last year. President Vladimir Putin has issued a decree that will give Russia full control of one of the world's largest natural gas projects. The Sakhalin 2 scheme is currently part-owned by the energy giant Shell and the Japanese firms Mitsui and Mitsubishi. The BBC's Theo Leggett reports. This is a deeply political move and one experts say will be causing serious concern in Japan, which has participated in international sanctions against Russia. The decree gives control of the Sakhalin 2 project to a new Russian company. The Kremlin will then decide whether foreign investors can remain involved. Japan is heavily reliant on imports of liquefied natural gas and obtains some 8% of its supplies from this project alone. Finding new sources at a time when global competition for gas shipments is intense would inevitably be costly. A Bulgarian woman, Ruja Ignatova, has been placed on the American FBI's top 10 most wanted list for allegedly running a cryptocurrency scam worth more than 4 billion US dollars. Here's the BBC's Andrew Rogers. Ruja Ignatova is accused of defrauding victims out of more than 4 billion dollars through her involvement in OneCoin. In 2014, it offered buyers commission if they sold the currency on to more people. But FBI agents say OneCoin was worthless and was never seen 
safeguarded by the blockchain technology used by other cryptocurrencies. They're now offering a $100,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest of the so-called missing crypto queen. She's thought to be in her 40s and was last seen in 2017 boarding a flight from Bulgaria to Greece. Inflation in the countries that use the euro has risen to a new record, 8.6% for June. The surge in energy prices linked to the Ukraine war was by far the main reason for the rise. To sport and in Formula One, Valtteri Bottas has topped the times for Alfa Romeo, ahead of home hero Lewis Hamilton of Mercedes in today's rain-swept opening practice session at the British Grand Prix. The Finn, who was Hamilton's Mercedes teammate before moving teams this year, clocked a best lap time of 1 minute and 42.249 seconds in a relatively dull session with limited serious running for fast lap times. Seven-time world champion Hamilton was half a second adrift of Bottas, but ahead of Carlos Science, his Ferrari teammate Charles Leclerc and Mick Schumacher of Haas. There was little meaningful action and few incidents, but the session ended with a red flag when the under-pressure Lance Stroll spun into a gravel trap at Cops in his Aston Martin. James Anderson has marked his return to England duty with two wickets to leave India 53 for two at lunch on the first day of the delayed fifth test at Edgbaston. Both teams have new coaches and new captains since they played the fourth test in the series ten months ago. New England skipper Ben Stokes doesn't think that makes much of a difference. No, I don't think so. I think once the game starts, you know, it's going to be, you know, India versus England. There's just always... They're always good games, especially in England, because I don't know what it is, you know, obviously India have a huge following in England as well as we do, so um, the atmosphere around England and India is always great. England had won the toss and elected to field. To end the news, the top stories once again. President Xi Jinping says one country, two systems is so effective that it doesn't need to be changed. New Chief Executive John Lee pledges to build a more caring and inclusive Hong Kong and the observatory issues the first number eight storm signal of the year. The news from RTHK. Oh, yeah, me, the car.
Given the volatility of the pandemic, please get the third COVID-19 vaccination dose soon. The antibody level will drop 